Good morning, everybody. Hey, guess what? It is Thursday, October 14th, and we actually were able to pretty much put together an up day yesterday. Finally, uh, the Dow did end up like 50 cents uh, in the red. Let's just call that even today, okay? The other two indexes did end up up, and uh, we're excited about that. Let's see. What can we do today? What's causing the upward movement in the market? Dave and I will talk about that more when he joins us in just a second. But before we do, folks, let me remind you that there's only one thing that any of us can control within our portfolio. We can't control what the government does. We can't control what happens in Europe or England or China. Uh, but we can control how much risk we have in our current portfolio. And so if you don't know how much risk you have, you don't know what that number is, then that can be problematic the closer you get to retirement. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to get your financial risk analysis right now. Hey, with that, uh, we got Dave stepping up here next. Let's dance. There's a few people dancing with joy up on Wall Street today, which is kind of strange given the past few weeks. Let's see what's going on with your money this morning, and I think we actually have good news for a change as well. Yes, and out of the voice of Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring, Philip Statler's on the line. Philip, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dave. Doing well today. I am excited to say that yesterday, finally, Finally, we got pretty much, I would say, mostly green ink across the board, which was, I mean, good, good news. Finally, we got the uh, the only thing that was a little lackluster, and, and I mean, in all intents and purposes, it ended up actually even, and that's the Dow. Uh, the Dow was down a whopping 53 cents. So, well, I think we call that just straight out even. But the other two indexes, Dave, the S&P 500 up uh, almost a third of a percent uh, to 43.63. And then the um, the Nasdaq had a great day, up almost three quarters of a percent to fourteen thousand five seventy two. And let me just say that the Nasdaq and the S and P five hundred are finally gone green uh, for the week. So if we can finish up green today, man, and finish tomorrow, we're we're heading the right direction, man. And then it's about doggone time. I was looking at the numbers and saying, okay, that would be a relatively normal day in a vacuum. But the fact that it actually turned the week positive on a couple of those indexes, that really is good news because I was really getting kind of tired of all the stinking thinking that we were getting out of Wall Street for the last two weeks, aren't you? Uh, I am too. It's nice. I mean, we, we all said you know, heading into the third quarter, I mean, the fourth quarter, it was, was going to be more volatile. Um and, and I think that people are looking at earnings season and getting a little optimistic right now. And the question will be, how long will that optimism last? You know, and if things keep coming in rosy, I, I think it'll last for, for a little while. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give it until about December 8th when the uh, budget deal r runs out in Congress. What do you think? You know, there's some things that could happen in between that could cause us a little bit of a headache. So um, I don't want to rush all the way to December 8th yet, but uh, I think we're going to see some more ups and downs between now and then. Uh, probably, but it's going to be an update today based upon the uh, macro stuff because the government data dump this morning. This is, this is a weird time, Philip. I have never 
had a day in which every number the government spit out was better than expectations. Start out with the initial jobless claims. Uh, we've been kind of lackluster on those. Got a disappointment jobs creation report at the end of the month. Well, they expected 320 first-time jobless claims on the unemployment rolls. Uh, the actual report, 293,000, and the continuing claims under what they expected by a pile as well. They were expecting 2.67 million, under 2.6 million continuing claims. Maybe we're at least starting to turn a little bit of a corner anyway. Well, it's definitely looking good on the employment front, I will say. And and that's the first time, I believe, in the whole pandemic time frame that we actually dropped uh, first-time claims below 300,000. So, um, so that's some good news there as we continue to, you know, kind of try to figure out the whole jobs thing, because, you know, we, we had the, the issue with uh, job creation. Um, we still have employers begging people to come to work. Um, so there's still some issues out there with employment. I mean, it's good to see that the initial claims is dropping that no doubt there, but uh, you know, there's just so much, uh, so many issues, I guess, to say with employment that it's, it's hard to read what all these things really mean. Absolutely. I mean, the numbers this morning are undoubtedly good news. And as you say, 293,000, I think it is the first time we've been under 300. And that's, that's down in a number of a normally functioning economy. If we could keep this pace up for four or five weeks, I'd actually get overtly optimistic. Right now, I'm just considering it a good sign. And if it can just continue, we could actually maybe call it a trend in a couple of weeks. Well, that's true. I mean, you, know, you, you and I always talk about, hey, look, this is one data point. Uh, you know, we'll look at last week. We'll, we'll look at next week. And that will give us a, a kind of a trend line to determine what's happening. Absolutely. The other government data dump information that came out again, and you and I have been all concerned about inflation with good reason. So we get the producer price index numbers in this morning. They were expecting a six-tenth of a percent increase in the producer inflation. That's the wholesale inflation that ends up getting passed on to us. It came in at still too high but it was better than expected. It was up a half a percent, a full tenth of a percent less than expected. Then I go to the core, and they were expecting five-tenths five of a percent, and we only got one-tenth of a percent, which pretty much tells you it was energy costs that even drove a better-than-expected number up. Once again, good news out of the government this morning. That was definitely good news, um, you know, because that pro producer price index – um, really and truly starts to tell the tale in terms of price increases to you and me, the consumer. Um, and so, so those not, I mean, they still went up, let's face it, they went up. That means our prices are going to go up too. But, uh, you know, the biggest concern I heard this morning on the news, Dave, is coffee prices are going up. And that's a, a you know, that's a big deal. <laughs> Especially for a guy that lives on caffeine the way I do. I've been following that too. Even my off-brand stuff is getting expensive, and that really gets on the nerves. All of these data points that we're getting is also doing another good thing, too, and that really affects things like the NASDAQ exchange. It's also driving down the yield on the federal bonds a little bit. They're leveling off and going down a bit this morning as well. So, I mean, pretty much from a macro standpoint, everything's coming up roses this morning, I think. Definitely on the macro front, it is definitely coming up roses um, everybody likes what they're seeing. At least that's what my futures are telling me uh, as they continue to climb. 
I love it so far. That my rose bushes are doing fine. How about yours on the earnings front? We've got a whole bunch of them, and Bank of America is one of the big numbers that are coming out this morning. How did they do on their quarterly report? You know, Bank of America did well. They uh, they they beat um, oh by about fourteen cents a share, um, and so they came in at eighty five cents. They uh, revenue top forecast. You know, they had a double-digit uh, percentage increase in their in their net interest income. Uh, I dug a little deeper into them just to kind of get an idea. And uh, I, I, you know, just like yesterday, J.P. Morgan, uh, Bank of America was benefited by release of some of their loan loss reserves, about one point one billion dollars. So um, that was, you know, that's a that's a big number to add uh, to your revenue and to your bottom line. So, so that was part of it, but I, I looked at year-over-year year numbers, and um, and that was pretty um, interesting. They had some significant increases year-over-year um, year in both revenue and in net income. But this one really caught my eye, Dave. Is that they, uh, you know, Bank of America owns Merrill Lynch, um, and and so they saw a sixty-five percent increase in their. Um, advisory fees through Merrill Lynch, um, an all-time high, like $654 million for the quarter. Um, so those things are all helping Bank of America, and they're up about 2.6 this morning, almost, um, not quite, but almost at their 52-week high. That was kind of interesting. When you started talking about the loan write-offs driving their uh, driving their earnings per share number up by a little bit. I was kind of expecting to see, you know, another J.P. Morgan where you don't get the bounce on the stock price, but then you add on the improvements in Merrill Lynch because they'd had some troubles lately. Uh, that's good news overall for Bank of America, and it's good to see them going up. Yeah, it is. They 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 really did have a, a good quarter. Um, Twenty so years I, ago, I was one of the idiots that bought Bank of America at fifty. I ended up just taking the bloodletting during the the 0809 crash when it got down to 16. But at least, well, they're only six dollars less than I bought them for 20 years ago. <laughs> so let's look at some of more of the um, of the financials. So we had a lot of the banks and financials reported. We had Wells Fargo report. Um, mm-hmm. They had a good quarter. They beat by about 23 cents a share. Came in at like a dollar 22. Revenue above forecast as well. Again, uh, I think this is going to be the the main theme on financials is they released uh, a huge number of uh, of loan loss reserves. So that helped them um, in that third quarter because they they look at that every quarter. What you know what what do they project their loan losses to be, and then what do we need to really uh, allocate to that? Uh, they're trading up one percent this morning. And then the, the last um, financial I have for you this morning is Morgan Stanley. Um, mm-hmm. Morgan Stanley beat, uh, came in at $1.98. That was 30 cents better than expected. Um, revenue beat as well. So, so good news there. Um, strong performance across all their segments of business. Uh, they're trading up two and a quarter percent this morning. Um, still a little ways off from their 52-week high, but, but a oh, nice little yeah. bump for them. You know, it looks like, by and large, a healthy quarter for the financial industry. And we always talk about how that's a good bellwether because the financial industry drives so much other stuff. But I'm also looking at all of these companies releasing their loan loss allowances. Exactly. Uh, yeah, 
As I said, that indicates we're paying our bills through the pandemic, and that's good news anyway, because if we have an increase in bankruptcies and an increase in bad debts, that starts indicating some systemic issues that we're really going to have trouble getting through. So it's not like the 0809 crash, even if we do look at it as being a dangerous time. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right on that. So then we got a little bit in the maybe healthcare type. We got United Healthcare, the insurance company. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat on both their top and bottom line by about 11 cents. Um, they so so that's good news for them. They're trading up almost three percent this morning. Um, then we had Walgreens come in. Uh, Walgreens um, they also beat uh, by about 15 cents a share. Came in at a dollar 17. Um, they continue to uh, beat on revenue as well, obviously helped by COVID-19 vaccinations, um, as well as, as the, get this, the, the stay-at-home test, right? The, the test, COVID test that you can do at home. Mm-hmm. Those things that have been a real big boost um, for Walgreens, they're up about 1% this morning. So Ooh, I remember correctly, Walgreens had a couple of relatively rough quarters for them. So seeing them getting into a beating situation is okay. Yeah, it is. I mean, they, they really did do well. The last one I have for you is um, Taiwan Semiconductor. Um, so they had better than expected um, uh, profits in the third quarter. Matter of fact, they jumped like almost 14% um, in the third quarter. Um, that's coming from obviously the demand for chips. I mean, we, you know, we're behind, there's a shortage um, and that shortage pushes the price higher, supply and demand. So, uh, so they're benefiting from that. Uh, they are traded um, on the, this is, I think on the Taiwan exchange actually. Um, so they're, they're currently open. They're up um, about a third of a percent right now. Not bad. Uh, everything's coming up roses today, except for one of the futures numbers, and we'll get to that in a minute. It's up, but it's just not the one we want to be. <laughs> resetting, <laughs> resetting the table, it was a generally up day yesterday on Wall Street. Ended up being more important because, like you said, it ended up putting us in positive territory at a couple of the indexes for the week. 45 minutes before we open, I'm just betting we're in green ink, but how much green is there out there, Philip? You know, it's probably some of the best green ink we've seen in a little while, Dave. Uh, we've got the Dow up almost nine-tenths of a percent. That's $290. The S&P 500 is up nine-tenths of a percent. That's almost $40. And the NASDAQ's up 1%, about $154. So uh, small cap Russell 2000 is up one and a quarter. I guess the big winner right now, which is about $28 for them. Uh, commodities side of the coin. Uh, we've got pretty much green ink across that board, too. Silver up 1.1%. Gold's up about a quarter of a percent. And then the one you're talking about, crude oil, up 1.1%, 90 cents a barrel, $81.34, Dave. You know, I'm in such good humor off the rest of the numbers, I won't even whine at that for the morning. I'm going to take one day off whining about the price of oil. Fair enough? Fair enough, fair enough. Asian rim markets generally off by a bit at the close. Japan did have a good day. They were up a percent and a half, but the Chinese-related markets were off by a tinge. Europe generally looking at our reports and saying, oh, goody, we got some one and one and a half percent increases in some of the exchanges over in the European community. Philip, it's a time where there might even be a possibility for some gains if you manage your risk properly, but 
it's a good idea to get some professional advice before taking chances with an employment with a retirement account. How do I find you to figure out where the opportunities are? Absolutely, Dave. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to walk through our core retirement design where we make sure that uh, that your risk is not too much and you'll be able to get the income you want in retirement so you get the retirement you always dreamed of. Check out our website, statlerfinancial.com, and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show. A little different schedule. We got 6 a.m. in the morning for you early risers, skipping noon this week for the Gator game, and then uh, Sunday at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, so on uh, Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. All righty. And back here tomorrow morning with Scotty filling in for me. And I do appreciate you filling in and uh, carrying the ball tomorrow morning, Philip. All right, man. You have a great day off. And I will, uh, and I'm out next week for most of the week. So it may be a week or so for you and I talk again. <sighs> I guess we'll have to muddle through. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, my friend. We'll see you soon. All right, buddy. Take care. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, I hope you are having a great week. Only today and tomorrow, that's it. And we head into the weekend. Uh, Hopefully we can end up on a positive note tomorrow. And uh, I hope you'll join me again tomorrow to get that last update for the week. Until then, take care. Bye now.